0: Hi, this is Randy Backman with another Vinyl Tapcast. Stories about some of the greatest rock and roll songs ever. We're here rockin' and rollin' with a ride through the time machine put on your seatbelt. We're going back to 1967 and continuing our ride to one of the greatest years in history, 1967. The total lunar eclipse takes place. Expo opens and over 300,000 people attend it in Montreal. It's fantastic. The Monterey Pop Festival happens. The Summer of Love begins in San Francisco, goes to New York, and is all over London, England, where I am with the Guess Who in the summer and fall of 1967. It is amazing. Bursting out of that is Power Trios. And by that, I would include The Who, because they were just guitar, bass, and drums with a singer. Even Led Zeppelin was guitar, bass, and drums with a singer. And Cream, and this guy, Jimi Hendrix, 1967, Foxy Lady. ¶¶ jimmy hendrix with foxy lady and all these classic rock shows that we're doing we're going back in time next will be 68 69 carrying you through this was the greatest era of music from the early 60s when the beatles were busting out great great music happened for 12 to 15 years and that's what we're celebrating that is what is called classic rock today a form that exists in every country and city and town in the world. People love this music because it was melodic. We all had music lessons. We all knew how to play our instruments. We were copying the greats who started rock and roll. We all wanted to write like Lennon McCartney and Jagger and Richards and this guy, Brian Wilson. He was the oldest brother in the Wilson family. His brothers Carl and Dennis were in his band as was his cousin, Mike Love, and their next door neighbor, El Jardine, this song was the number one song in the world and 67 the number one single the Beach Boys Good Vibrations I, I love the colorful clothes she wears and the way the sunlight plays upon her hair I hear the sound of a gentle on the wind that lifts her perfume through the air Oh, the Beach Boys with Good Vibrations. I mentioned Robbie Krieger and The Doors. They are fighting back valiantly because classic rock is between the UK and the USA with a little bit of Canada thrown in. Me with a guess who, the staccatos, and a couple other bands are going to play right away kicking into the world stage. Written by Robbie Krieger, a great guitar riff, lyrics by Jim Morrison. Here are The Doors, 1967, Love Me Two Times. The doors with Love Me Two Times, and I remember way, way back before there was a place called Thunder Bay, it was called Port Arthur and Fort William, a twin city. And then they decided to call it, put it together, and call it Thunder Bay. These guys came from that area, they then went to Toronto. They were called the Ugly Ducklings, they were formed in 1965. And uh, took a couple of years. They had this big hit in 1967. They were kind of like the Canadian Rolling Stones. They were Dave Bingham, lead vocals and harmonica, Glenn Bell on rhythm guitar, Roger Main, lead guitar, John Reed, bass, and Robin Bohrs on drums. They were called the Ugly Ducklings. Here's a great song called Gaslight, 1967. You really want my love, but you won't set me free. It wants to hold me. blow my mind if I don't get away my doctor told me I'm walking around talking to Gaslight the Ugly Ducklings or as they used to be called the Ducks, rocking and rolling on Canadian radio he came home with a picture from school his dad was John Lennon, his name was Julian Lennon and it was a little girl with stars in the sky and John said, what is this picture? And he said, it's Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. From the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Heartscore Band album, Here is the Beatles with Lucy in the Sky, 1967. Picture yourself in a boat on a river With tangerine trees and marmalade skies Somebody calls you you so quite slowly a girl with go by. Lucy the fairy Sky with Diamonds tree. and now to the guitar player named Jim McGuinn who made the Rickenbacker 12 string guitar a fixture in rock and roll along with George Harrison. The two of them did an incredible thing for the Rickenbacker 12 string guitar. Written by Jim McGuinn and Chris Hillman. The band was called The Birds. Every time the UK had a big hit with the Stones or the Beatles or somebody else like that, we had our own hits from the USA with the Beach Boys and The Birds. Here is So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star The Birds. you want to be a rock and roll star, the Birds, And yes, they did want to be rock and roll stars and play the blues. They were called the Rolling Stones. They were started and named by the great Brian Jones, who later passed away in a terrible swimming pool accident. But on this song written by Jagger and Richards called Ruby Tuesday, Brian Jones always wanted to play a strange instrument in most of the Stones' records, and he did. And he's playing a recorder in this song, which is kind of like a flute. And everyone, when you want to play flute, you get a recorder and you play it. Straightforward. And so here is Brian Jones on the recorder, The Rolling Stones, written by Jagger and Richard, 1967, Ruby Tuesday. She would never say where she came from. Yesterday don't matter if it's gone. while the sun is bright or in the darkest night no one knows brian jones and the recorder that was the stones with ruby tuesday now your guitar player your name is spencer davis very cool name you find a guy who is amazing he's 17 18 years of age he plays hammond organ like Jimmy Smith, he plays great piano, like Ray Charles, he plays great guitar, and he sings like Ray Charles. He's incredible. His name is Stevie Winwood. You get his brother on bass, Muff Winwood. You get a drummer, Pete York, on drums. You release two albums, and you have monster hits around the world. Here's Spencer Davis with the great Steve Winwood on vocal, 1967. I'm a man. the Spencer Davis group with the great Steve Winwood on vocals and guitar. I'm a man, yes I am, and I can't help but love you so. And now I kept saying to Burton Cummings, you gotta sing like this guy. You gotta sing like Steve Winwood." And Burton wrote a couple of songs. We recorded them. It was his first album he did with the Guess Who in 1967. We recorded it in Minneapolis at K. Bank Studios. Burton Cummings on the vocal and keyboard and he's singing it and he wrote it. If you don't want me, then guess who? I've been crying I've been trying to forget you And still keep wondering what went wrong Burton Cummings and vocal of the guess who, if you don't want me. The album was called It's Time. Here we go with a uh, Beatles kind of sounding band, but in a way very different. Two lead singers, like Lennon McCartney, and, and they were Alan Clark and Graham Nash. And Graham, as you know, went on later to be part of Crosby Stills, Nash and Young. This was written by Alan Clark, Graham Nash, and Tony Hicks, who was a lead guitar player in the Hollies. 1967, song called Carrie Ann. Janitor. You played a monitor Then you played with older boys and prefects The Hollies with Carrie Ann Now we go back to Canada, to Toronto A guy born in Kingston on Thames in the UK who Moved to Toronto as a teenager And paid his dues singing the blues on Yonge Street In every little dive and club and tavern on Yonge Street in Toronto His band was called The Bossman His name is David Clayton Thomas. He later made it hugely big, being the lead singer and writer in um, Blood, Sweat and Tears. But here he is in 1967, his Canadian years, with a great song that he wrote called Brainwashed. David Clayton Thomas with Brainwashed I hope you're enjoying this online edition of Vinyl Tap and for a full list of songs played on this podcast visit randybackman.com and click the link our ride continues in the time machine with a band we've already played them on this show but uh, he's left his previous band Spencer Davis Group he's gotten together with Jim Capaldi, who's a great drummer, Chris Wood, who's a uh, saxophone player, and the amazing Dave Mason, who wrote uh, many, many great hit songs like Feeling Alright and things like that. And they had many, many hit songs. And here they are, Traffic 1967, with the great Steve Winwood on vocals. Dear Mr. Fantasy, written by the drummer Jim Capaldi. traffic with Dear Mr. Fantasy, and to take advantage of the British invasion, which there certainly was in the world at that time, that started with the Beatles, and followed with every other band, just like the Spencer Davis Group, and the Hollies, and the Rolling Stones. It went on and on. Their world was being invaded by Britain musically, and we all loved it, because it was great music. So out of St. Catharines, Ontario, comes a band called the Mod Beats. And then, in England, they classified you either as a mod or a rocker. And a mod meant you dressed up, like to the T's, in pinstripe suits and white shoes and bow ties and things like that. And rockers, you wore ripped jeans and motorcycle jackets. So These guys called themselves the Mod Beats. The record label to take advantage of the British invasion called them the British Mod Beats. So people thought they were from England, but they were from St. Catharines, Ontario. Here are the British Mod Beats with a song called Somebody Help Me. the british mod beats with a cover version of spencer davis's somebody help me but if you're canadian and call the british mod beats you're allowed to do that and they had quite a big hit with that we're continuing with our ride in the time machine through 1967 and we are going to a song that was been around by then for 15 years nobody knew who wrote it but they discovered who wrote it. his name was billy roberts Jimi hendrix did it in 1967. If you're in the key of E, this has a wonderful progression. This repeats and repeats and repeats. You're in the key of E, your first chord is C, and you go backwards to a G, backwards to a D, backwards to an A, and then back to an E, and then you repeat it again. C G D A E. That progression got used in this song called Hey Joe. It got used later on in a song called Hush Hush by Billy Joe Royal, which then Deep Purple copied. Over you go, na 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 na. Anyways, here's the slow version of that chord progression Jimi Hendrix, 1967. His first single back with Stone Free. It's called Hey Joe. Hey Joe. Jimi Hendrix experience with Hey Joe, returning back to the Rolling Stones, who were there big time in the 60s. The Stones and the Beatles, back and forth, back and forth. Do you like the Beatles or do you like the Stones? I gotta tell you, you gotta like them both. They were both very, very different. The Beatles embraced pop music and psychedelia, and the Stones embraced Chicago blues and turned it into their own kind of bluesy rock and roll. And they also did strange songs with the great Brian Jones playing strange instruments. Here's the Stones with She's a Rainbow. The Rolling Stones, She's a Rainbow with Nicky Hopkins on piano, a longtime friend and piano player with the Stones, and Brian Jones was playing the Mellotron. She's a Rainbow. Here's the Jefferson Airplane, written by Grace Slick. They were a big part of music in the mid-60s out of San Francisco. Mm. Somebody to love. When the truth is found to be That was Jefferson Airplane with You Need Somebody to Love. And here's a band from Garfield, New Jersey, USA. 1965, they were formed. They had four or five or six great years of hits. They were Dino Danelli, Felix Cavalier, Eddie Brigatti, and Gene Cornish, who was a Canadian guy on guitar. I met Felix and played with him in the Ringo Starr All-Star Band in 1995. We toured the world for... 10 months. It was a great time and I got to play some of the songs every night. Here's a great rockin' song, Young Rascals, called Good Lovin', uh, featuring Felix Cavalier on vocals and the Canadian Gene Cornish on guitar. Good Lovin'. The Young Rascals, basically named after the TV show, The Young Rascals, which was pretty cool, with their big hit, Good Lovin'. Here's a great song written by Gary Bonner and Alan Gordon. This song appears about every two or three years in a movie, as does Born to be Wild and a couple other songs like that. They're just perennial songs that everybody likes. The band was called The Turtles. They were Howard Kalin, Mark Volman, Al Nichol. Chuck Ports and Jim Tucker and Don Murray. I met them on my Kingsman Louie Louie tour in the summer of 65, 66, when I toured the USA for the first time with the Guess Who, with our hits Shaken All Over. And I met these guys called the Turtles. They were together three or four years, had many, many hit songs, but this is their perennial evergreen song, Happy Together, 1967. love and hold you tight so happy together if I should call you up invest a dime and you say you belong to me so it is my mind imagine how the world could that was the Turtles with Happy Together and now we're going to stay on the west coast with a band, I really liked them a lot I knew their lead singer quite well I did many many shows with him, his name was Jesse Colin Young, he had his own solo albums, but here he is in his band called the Youngbloods. Did many pop festivals with him in the late 60s, and here's 1967, their big hit, written by Chet Powers. And the bass player in this band was Banana, which was a nickname. His real name was Lowell Banana Levenger. He later went on to play with Bonnie Raitt for many, many years. But here's the Bloods in 1967. Come on, people, get together right now. Smile on your brother. The Youngbloods from 1967, we're celebrating that year of 67. It was the year of music in England and in uh, Monterey in San Francisco, the year of protesting the war in Vietnam. 700,000 people marched into Washington, D.C. to protest the war and to end the war, It was a time of radical change, and the music was amazing. And now we're going to go to one of the three kings. B.B. King, Albert King, and Freddie King. We're going to go to Albert King, He was doing an album at Stack Studios in Memphis, and Booker T, the organ player from Booker T and the MGs, who did Green Onions, got asked to produce him and thought he would write this song for him a great song that I thought was a blues standard, like from the 40s or 50s, but it was basically written in the mid-60s by Booker T. Jones and William Bell. It is called Born Under a Bad Sign. Great song, I've got this by the Allman Brothers, but here's the original by Albert King. Born Under a Bad Sign, 1967. Born Under a Bad Sign. Now we're going back to England. Written by Justin Hayward, who's the lead singer of the Moody Blues. And they started another movement there called kind of Symphonic Rock, where they had the London Light Symphony Orchestra backing them up on songs like Tuesday Afternoon. And from their incredible album, Days of Future Past, here is Justin Hayward uh, with the Moody Blues, and I have a couple of great memories of uh, Justin Hayward. I did a lot of songwriting showcases with him in Nashville, and then we got asked to play, many years later, a birthday party of a rich guy in Dallas, Texas, who had a five-acre yard in downtown Dallas, in the real ritzy part of town, with a beautiful house that was the most amazing house we'd ever seen. We got a tour through the house, and in his backyard, he had three tents. He was a guy who wrote prescription drugs for all, owned the drug company for all the heart surgeons. So when I went there, there must have been two or three hundred heart surgeons there with their nurses and their wives at this guy's birthday party. And he had three tents and three different bands playing at different times. So in one tent, I was there with Burton Cummings, his backman Cummings, playing all our Guess Who and BTO stuff. The other tent had Foghat playing the blues, and the other tent had this band, the Moody Blues playing this song, Nights in White Satin, 1967. Nights in White Satin never reaching the end Justin Hayward leading the band the Moody Blues with their great hit Nights in White Satin. Here's the Guess Who again with the song Burton Cummings on vocal, me on my newly invented Herzog guitar playing the low part there that I later made kind of history with uh, playing on No Time and American Woman. Here's an early version with those songs by the Guess Who, 1967 When Friends Fall Out. fallout the guess who we mentioned the monkeys earlier they were a great band a lot of people wrote songs for them but out of them a michael nesmith who was a really great singer and a guitar player he was still alive and touring with the monkeys you can go see them pretty amazing he wrote this song for linda Ronstadt, who's one of the great singers coming out of the late 60s she's her band evolved into being the eagles she gave uh, let the eagles form with her blessing They just basically were her band, and they walked away and became the Eagles. And then she then started a band called the Stone Ponies. And here's a song written by Michael Nesmith. It's called You and Me Travel to the Beat of a Different Drum. Linda Ronstadt and the Stone Ponies. Great song by Michael Nesmith and sung by the great Linda Ronstadt. Different drum. You can send us email to Randy's Vinyl Tap, P.O. Box 2100, Sydney, BC, Victor 8 Leonard, 3 Susie 6. Email can go to mailbag at We're celebrating the origins of classic rock from the early 60s to the late 70s, and we're doing 1967. We're near the end of the show, but some amazing things happened in. 1967 I uh, was expo 100's uh, birthday of canada in montreal the original six teams remember this way back in the day there were six hockey teams the boston bruins the toronto maple leafs montreal canadians detroit red wings and the new york rangers and the chicago blackhawks they doubled their size in 1967 they added the st louis blues the oakland seals the minnesota north stars los angeles kings Philadelphia Flyers, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I lost track of every player, because up to then you could keep track of every guy. And when there was that many teams and that many guys, most of them were Canadian, you couldn't keep track of these guys. You couldn't even collect the hockey cards anymore. The University of Winnipeg was founded, and Jimi Hendrix put out this song on his album, *Axis: Bold as Love, 1967, Little Wing. Jimmy Hendrix with Little Wing and now we're at the end of the show after successful movies like Hard Day's Night and Help. The Beatles put together an unsuccessful movie with the Magical Mystery Tour, them going somewhere in a bus, nobody knew where, The, the flower power painted bus and it was an EP but then they expanded it and added more songs so the Magical Mystery Tour became a full album in the US. They added All You Need Is Love penny lane strawberry fields baby a rich man hello goodbye and release that album here are the beatles closing our wonderful trip through 1967 with magical mystery tour Of the Beatles ending the show with Magical Mystery Tour. And that's it for now. I'll be back with another vinyl tapcast very soon.